0: Hi guys, welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hello, hello. Travis Cronin. Hi. Gwen Flamberg. Hello. And I'm your host, Brody Brown. We are here once again to talk about all the hottest celebrity news of the week. We've got babies being born, babies being named, baby announcements, splits, speculative couplings, celebs pining for reconciliations, more messy splits, couples maybe tying the knot, an Ellen update, a Royals update. The best music video we've seen all through quarantine. You can fight us on that. Celebrity houses on fire. Kim and Kanye update a coronavirus update. Heads rolling at Real Housewives of New York. Kelly Osborne's unbelievable weight loss. Travis chatted with Pia Mia. We have an Aunt Becky update, and we have a chat with Steve O oh about his new special gnarly wow 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 travis watched that and chatted with him and we have so 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 much more celebrity news but of course before we start all that we need to set intentions for celebrities that's where we ask them to start doing things or stop doing things baby girl sarah huron who's your intention for this week
1: did you see this exchange between kendall jenner and devin booker on instagram
0: i did not yes of course
1: Of course, break the internet. So Kendall posted a selfie with a strawberry emoji as her caption. And Devin Booker responded, I like strawberries. And then Kendall Jenner responded with four more strawberry emojis. And this is very, you know, important information that we now know that they are still in contact with each other. And I would like these two to... Become Instagram official and give us, like, a hot selfie. And then Jordan Woods to get really mad and post a revenge hot selfie and start, like, another Kardashian-Jordan-Woods feud over this other NBA player. Because Jordan dated Devin, if you don't know that.
0: Is the strawberry code for something it's always
2: been kendall's like sort of like trademark emoji that she sort of like brands herself with i'm really embarrassed to say that i remember it from like three years ago and four years (laughs) ago as a caption for many of her selfies
0: but it's not the equivalent of like the peach emoji or something
2: i maybe be her version of the peach emoji, but like around the front a little bit. I don't know. Okay. Thank I you. would
1: like a trademark oh. emoji, Travis. Do you have any um, recommendations for me?
2: Yeah. What about that like levitating wizard guy? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That would be cute. Sure. <laughs> Travis, who's your intention for this week?
2: Uh, mine is for um, iconic mean person and amazing chef. No, you know, not our amazing chef, Gwen Flamberg, but uh, Gordon Ramsay. Mm. He oh, has no. Been, he's been on TikTok, like, reviewing people's foods and, like, tearing them to shreds, calling them all idiot sandwiches. And my intention is for him to, like, go after, like, celebrity cookbooks and, like, celebrity cooking and just, like, start, like, ripping celebrities to shred. Because he does it with such, like, a nice attitude, too. It's not, like, all the way mean. He's laughing. But I just really want him to, like, go on, you know, get Chrissy Teigen and get all of them.
0: Oh, don't come for Chrissy. Too many people have come for her already this year. Gwen, who is your intention for?
3: I actually have two, Brody. Let me have it. I have two intentions, okay? The first one is for Post Malone. I'm not sure if you saw that this week, Post Malone went to the dentist, specifically celebrity cosmetic dentist, Thomas Connolly, for something that actually we have yet to see. He's getting some diamonds inlaid into his teeth because there was a fancy jeweler who was there as well. Mm -hmm. We -hmm. haven't seen that yet. But at the same time, as he was at the dentist, he had celebrity ink master, Ganga... Come by to give him a tattoo whilst he was in the dentist's chair. For this a while. was this was so that he could do two services at once and potentially limit his exposure to COVID-19. Or don't here's it. what I say. Exactly. You got enough tattoos, homie. No. You don't need another one right now. So maybe lay off the ink. Okay, that was my first intention. My second intention, are you guys ready? Do you know that Lauren Conrad just dropped a clean beauty line? Yes, know. that's right. You guys, go to usmagazine.com stylish and read all about this breaking beauty news. Apparently, Elsie has had this line in the works for years, but it was totally secret. Nobody knew about it. She just surprised her many fans that she dropped the line. It is available now.
2: Uh, I have to do a, you know, she, Post Malone is not the first one to inlay diamonds in his teeth. Little Wayne did that like 15 years ago. And Chloe K does those tiny little like chips in the tooth, which I like.
3: I think it's a little much, the diamonds in the teeth. But I just want to see what he did. I want to like actually see the finished work. So that was part of my intention. for. Yeah, open up, baby. Show us those choppers. Stop with the ink. And my intention for L. C. is to, you know, maybe next time give a girl a heads up. Let us know when you're doing a line.
0: My intention for Lauren Conrad would be please reunite with Kristen Cavallari now that Kristen Cavallari is giving us like the nostalgic reunions we want on Instagram. But that's not really my intention. My intention is. You know, Simon Cowell apparently fell off his bike and broke part of his back, which to me sounds like, you know, I had a deviated septum slash I got a <laughs> nose job. Anyhow, um, I, Kelly Clarkson is replacing Simon Cowell on America's Got Talent, as she announced uh, while he is out. I want more Kelly Clarkson all the time. I want her as a permanent fixture on that panel. I love her. I'm I'm loving Kelly Clarkson post split. I'm loving Kelly Clarkson pre split. I'm, I'm loving Kelly Clarkson on my TV um, and I want more of it. That's my intention for her. Keep getting those checks. Let's bounce through some news. Katherine Schwarzenegger and Chris Pratt welcomed their baby girl. Um, And we talked about them last week, prepping for baby. And Chris confirmed on Instagram, he said, we are beyond thrilled to announce the birth of our daughter. Oh, baby name critics are here on, listen up. Lila Marie (laughs) Schwarzenegger Pratt. We couldn't be happier. Both mom and baby are doing great. We are extremely blessed. And he shared um, two excerpts from the Bible, I believe. Psalm 1263 and Psalm 12734. We know they are very devout people. And she also shared the news on her. Uh, social media. I, I re- Go.
1: I love the name Lila. Of course you <laughs> do. I hate having Maria Shriver's full name as the middle name. Why? That's so unnecessary.
0: Oh, I love it. Did you like Kale Lowry revealing her baby name, Creed? Was that up your alley, Sarah no. Huron? You uh. reminded me of the <laughs> office character. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, in other baby news, Morgan Stewart is pregnant with a baby girl. I Bindi- love her bendy Irwin is pregnant this is her first it's gonna be her first child yeah. with chandler powell who she tied the knot with
2: there's um, no she, way she's not naming it after her dad if it's a boy
0: Aww. yeah she definitely she could even do like a girl variation if mm-hmm. it, you know if it's a girl like
2: stevie's
1: kind of a cute name for a girl
0: it is cute like it is yeah. it, it would be really cute and that you know that that was really like exciting news and hannah Have you been watching Below Deck, Sarah? Bravo, Um, devotee.
1: Honestly, no, I'm a little behind, but I'm happy for her.
0: I'm happy for her. She announced she's having a baby girl. There's going to be some drama coming up. There has been some drama spilling out onto the decks of the ship (laughs) on Below Deck. Um, So we will see how that will unfold. But uh, happy news for her.
1: The world needs more girls.
0: Well, sad news for us. Haley Baldwin shared that she, Haley Baldwin Bieber, shared she is not pregnant, that's right, in a chat that she and Justin did publicly, she said, no, we didn't make any babies, so that's that. Uh, But she did say they've been enjoying their time in quarantine, which, come on, guys. Give the people what they want. She's
2: young. She's young. It's time. She's ready to have a baby.
0: (laughs) Yeah, come on. It's on trend now. (laughs) Speaking of trends, you know, the coronavirus splits, we have been able to confirm that Jennifer Garner and her boyfriend John Miller have split. A source told us he was ready for marriage And she just couldn't commit, but they parted on very amicable terms.
2: Travis, were you hoping they'd go the distance? I wanted her to be the Burger Queen so bad. Mm. I wanted her to be slinging meat patties and collecting checks for the rest of her life. And I always said that I wanted her to be with a businessman. You know, I always want them to be with the European businessman, but American will do. So I was sort of sad. Well,
0: there were those pictures of her on the beach with Bradley Cooper. Gwen, were you shipping the, them as a couple and really hoping that was the real deal and they were the new, the rebound romances that each of them deserved?
3: Totally a Jen Garner, Bradley Cooper stan. I'm into yeah. it. I wish they would be together. I kind of, I love that whole idea. Because, you know. I know. I know. I, I think that. They'd be real cute together.
0: I know. Unfortunately, we heard from a source that they are friends. They have been forever. There's no truth to anything being romantic between them, but a girl can dream.
3: I've heard that before.
0: Uh, Yeah, I've heard that too before. Just remember,
3: where there's smoke, there's salmon. Mm. I don't think... I remember. I don't think
1: Jennifer Gardner will ever get married again, but I think Ben Affleck will. That's how
0: I feel. Oh, I think Ben Affleck will be a dad again. I think he will (laughs) be... A groom again, I yes.
2: Maybe a couple times.
4: Addicted
0: to love.
2: Might as well let's face it. Oh goodness weekly cover throwback. (laughs) That's
0: true. In the vein of the splits, we had an exclusive recently Olivia Munn and her boyfriend Tucker Roberts have split after being together for about a year.
1: I mean interesting timing with Aaron Rodgers now being single again, don't you think?
0: Uh, I'm really into the Aaron Rodgers aftermath of the split because Danica, Patrick, she has been sharing those, like, bikini shots, which I I love when someone does it after a split because that's like, hey, see what you're missing. Revenge.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah, revenge body.
0: Yeah. And she's also been clapping back at people who are trying to tell her that she'll never find love again at her age. (sighs)
1: Yeah, people were like, You're you have a failed marriage, you just failed with your most recent relationship. Face it, you're bad at dating. That's what someone responded to her Instagram. And she was like That is so mean. It's so mean. And she was like, and they're like, You're thirty eight. They were like age shaming her. And she was like, You can't you like you can't let what other people think of you be your own reality. Like, of course she clapped back in such a way that was like philosophical and smart and just, I really like her, and I, I was kind of surprised they broke up. I, I, Aaron Rodgers is a weird one to me. I think it's interesting that he's never settled down, but I also feel like the Olivia Munn breakup. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw the two of them on a beach somewhere. You
0: never Aaron Rodgers, Olivia Munn.
3: Yeah, you never they, know. Those
0: two are not reconciling. I know. I don't. Man. I
3: don't. I don't think so, but you never know. But in other news, you guys, I just finished the book called Sex and Vanity, which is by the writer. Of Crazy Rich Asians. Mm -hmm. And of course, I believe that the film rights are already sorted and it will be a feature film. Well, I'm calling right here, right now, that Olivia Munn is going to play the main character. The Japanese sweet
2: potato herself?
3: We manifest manifest these things on this podcast. So let's just sing.
0: What was it Olivia Munn had one said about the Japanese sweet potatoes that she had never done Botox, but she used that on her face or
3: something? That she'd never done filler. Filler. Her cheeks were actually... Plumper and higher and more taut. Yes. And exponentially larger and more carved than they were before simply because she ate Japanese sweet potatoes, which are in fact loaded with hyaluronic acid. But. I don't think it can replace. Well, I
2: talked to a plastic surgeon and they said you'd have to eat like at least a truckload of Japanese sweet <laughs> potatoes a week to see any difference in the apples of your cheeks. And it wouldn't be confined to here. That was her role for Psylocke and X-Men with a completely different face.
0: I'm into that. Wow. I've been in my my most intimate relationship with sweet potatoes throughout quarantine. And I, I am appetized by the idea of a truckload of sweet potatoes. I love a sweet
2: Challenge potato. Challenge accepted.
0: Uh, speaking of reconciliations, people were wishing to happen. A source told us that Julianne Huff is still hoping for reconciliation with her ex Brooks Lake, and she knows their relationship will have to change. She knows it will never be the same if it does actually happen. Sarah, do you think these two will get back together?
1: No. I think that if they do, he should put on his list of things that need to change her um involvement with Kenner J.
0: Oh. Oh. I, mm-hmm.
1: And her weird stretches in the morning that scare me and I can't imagine waking up to are very um, fun in the morning.
0: (laughs) They just so so much labor involved. Uh, Sarah, what is going on with Becca and Garrett? Um, Becca Cuffrin, former bachelorette. There was all the speculation that she had split from Garrett. Is it true? All the signs are pointing to yes, but she's keeping mum. What's going on?
1: Yes, I mean, I can tell you that I know that they have not been in the same state since June 29th, according to my calculations. Um, she spent the entire month of July in Minnesota with her family. He's been in California going to his friend's weddings, going hiking, um, not really quarantining. And then she was at the Palm Springs Resort in the Bachelor Nation for some reason, which we don't totally know why. And there was a source that told E! News that they split... And Becca didn't deny it, but she left a really weird comment on their Instagram questioning their source and their spelling abilities. So we still don't know for sure. But I mean, he deleted her Instagram highlight off of his phone. I mean, off of his profile, which I think in 2020 means they called it quits.
0: Yeah, but they were still following each other on Instagram. So I I guess they're trying not to be too obvious about it. I hate that.
1: They I mean, they were together for two years. It was the two-year anniversary of her finale airing the day that the news that they supposedly split broke, which means she does get to keep the Neil Lane diamond. So she has nice. that.
2: I love and, when that happens.
1: Right? Same. Um, but, I mean, spending over a month apart after you just got into a very kind of public disagreement on a podcast usually means, like, things aren't going well.
2: Well...
0: It seems at least a little bit more amicable than the Chriselle Staus, Justin Hartley split, which is Ooh. now playing out on season Sarah, three of Sarah Selling
2: Instagram story. Sunset. I can't
1: stop, Travis. I can't stop. I am so obsessed with Chriselle and finding out what happened. I watched season three of Selling Sunset in one sitting. It's the greatest show How many
0: show ever. episodes? Eight. Wow, Sarah. Okay.
2: I have one talent, Brody. It's watching TV. Okay. <laughs> That's well, a lot of mango I, white glass.
0: I know people are eating up this season of Selling Sunset and cannot get enough of trying to figure out what happened between This Is Us star and former Passions star Justin Hartley. Um, and his ex, Chriselle Staus, especially because Chriselle has been liking tweets that allege that Justin was che- cheating. Uh, there was one fan who said Justin Hartley filmed a movie in Canada at the same time his new girlfriend, Sophia Pernis was filming the summer before Justin and Chriselle split. The timing seems like he probably cheated on Chriselle and took a coward's way out to avoid spousal support and gaslight her. That's crazy. And them's fighting words. Isn't and- that crazy? Well, Chriselle liked it. I think that's that's very those are some serious allegations. Then she liked some other shady tweets. Now, a source told us that Chriselle, she's been complaining that she was told about the divorce filing via text message complaining,
1: Our that- She's very valid in her feelings about how upsetting that is.
0: Well, our source told us their marriage had been on the rocks for quite some time. The filing was not a surprise. And the source also said that it is not true that Justin was with Sophia last year. Our source said Justin didn't even start talking to Sophia until March 2020. So I, I, I don't know. This, I have this, a few things to say. Let, let's have it.
1: <laughs> OK, first of all. If you watch Selling Sunset, you would know that a mere 24 hours before this divorce filing, Justin was donating things to Chrishell's charity event, Coffee with Justin Hartley, signed This Is Us posters, and they were at the Emmys in September and at, hosted a party for their friend like a week before. So his claim that there were, marriage was on the rocks and that the divorce filing you know, didn't come out of nowhere, it doesn't really add up to me, including the fact that he listed their date of separation as July and she listed it as November. She also said on the show that they got into a fight and his usual, like, I don't know how he reacts in a fight is very rash. And so she thinks he was just like acting out and filed for divorce and was like shocked he actually did it. Also, the Sophia Pernis of it all is fascinating because Justin Hartley has known Sophia Pernis since at least 2015 when they were on The Young and the Restless. And if you scroll back to her Instagram, which I did, there are photos of them on set together and comments from Chriselle being like, so cute. And then <sighs> Sophia comments on Chriselle's photo like, happy birthday, beauty. Like they were all friends. So even though our source says he didn't cheat, which I, maybe he didn't, I'm sure, whatever, he didn't. There's something sketchy about all of these soap opera stars switching spouses and lying about dates of separation and doing it all in the Malibu mansions that they're selling each other.
0: Lying? I think you mean disputing dates of separation. And I only got really invested in this once Lindsay Hartley, one of Justin's ex, is chimed in. The third in.
1: soap opera star of girlfriend of his wife.
0: He knows his thing, Sarah. And okay, if anyone watched Passions, did you three watch Passions? Listeners, I, did you watch I saw Passions? I've a couple episodes of Passions. Oh, I my never
3: watched
0: God. Passions. Oh, oh my gosh. She played Teresa Lopez Fitzgerald Crane Winthrop on Passions, and he <laughs> played Fox Crane. And I was overly invested in their romance to the point where I would skip class to stay home and watch the show. But I was like, come on, there they are, the couple I wanted to go back together. And that's also sick of me to even um, wish that. But I will say,
1: it's very telling that she defended him. I think it was more so for their 16-year-old daughter, because if you went on like Twitter over the weekend, everyone was tweeting bad things about Justin Hartley because of Selling Sunset. I think he was trending at one point. So Lindsay stepping in and saying he's a good guy and I love my family um, was very kind well, a source,
0: oh, well, guess what, Sarah? A source told us that Justin's friends are glad that Chriselle is no longer in his life and that he can move on. Our source also said Justin's doing well right now. And while it's disappointing that he's being dragged into storylines on reality TV, he knew that he should expect this. He's a great stand up guy and he wants to move on with his life in a classy way, Sarah. And our source said him. Chrishell... Our source said Chrishell was very jealous of lots of women Justin interacted with, even if it was people he solely had strict work relationships with. Sounds like some sour grapes to me.
1: You know what? I'm sure the biggest plot twist of all of this was that Selling Sunset turned into this big show. And Justin Hartley never would have probably, you know, supported Chrishell's decision to join this show if he knew it was going to blow up and every word she said was going to be analyzed
0: It feels a little Kelsey Grammer, Camille Grammer, season one, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, for sure. All right, let's stop. Let's stop with the splits. Let's talk about some happier news. Demi Lovato and her fiancé, Max, they celebrated five months' anniversary together on August I just 7th. I can't
3: even believe that. I can't believe they're engaged. No, be, I can't get over exactly.
0: it. And Brooklyn Beckham and Nicola Peltz, who recently announced their engagement, now people are wondering if they're married because they're it both sure wearing... Like it. it sure looks like it. sure looks like... What? This little, like, quickie marriage? You've been engaged for all of two weeks? What's the rush, kids? Welcome to Hollywood. It's true. They've been
3: together a long time, though, and they are so lovey-dovey on social, which I never really trust because I don't understand why anybody has to... Like, that's how they have to profess their love to the world. I don't get Why it. Why not just to the person next to you? I know. But I, I don't know what we shall see.
0: But what what we are seeing, Gwen, what's going on with Harper Beckham? I, like, closed my eyes and all of a sudden she is so chic. She's nine. In my mind, she's, she's nine. like, in my nine, in my mind, she, but like, still has a pacifier.
3: She she actually took the photo of Brooklyn And Nicola, when they got engaged, you know, she took that amazing photo that they Instagrammed, which I thought was incredible. I love it. But, you know, Harper Beckham, like I would like to be living the life of Harper Beckham. Last week, her mom, Victoria Beckham, Instagrammed a photo of Harper wearing her quote, favorite dress from the Victoria Beckham collection. Now, she was, in fact, wearing her favorite dress from the collection, but actually it had been remade to fit a nine-year-old. So this is a nine-year-old wearing a $2,100 lady dress. It's, there's nothing youthful about this look. Guys, go to usmagazine.com stylish and check it out. But, you know, beyond that, just beyond the lavish fashion and shopping at the very high-end boutiques on, like, Old Bond Street in London, taking selfies and posting them. She got a haircut at the Hersheson Salon by Luke Hersherson, who is the son of Daniel Hersherson, who cuts Kate Middleton's hair.
4: <laughs> Duchess <laughs> Kate.
3: Royalty. And she got a facial from Barbara Sturm, who, as we know... My favorite. Travis and I love her because she was a guest on the Get Trust With Us podcast told travis a really important tip not change, to use my,
2: life. change yeah. my life change my life
3: not to use retinol if you're born like Every- a ginger
2: or have sensitive skin oh. you can't use products that cause inflammation otherwise the signs of aging like it's the has the opposite effect oh no yeah. it's
3: very interesting but you know leave it to nine-year-old harper to get a facial with Barbara clue everyone from Hailey Bieber Bieber to Bella Hadid. I mean, every celebrity goes to Barbara Would you rather be
1: Harper Beckham or Northwest?
0: I'd rather be Harper Beckham. Beckham. I want to live in London. Hands down, Harper Beckham. I don't want to have those daddy issues.
3: Hot dad, exactly. It's like hot, sweet dad versus... Hot
0: hands-on dad versus Kanye. Uh, Travis, give us a little... um, Can you give us a little... Look into the history books. What happened on this day in pop culture history?
2: I'll a little look. Um, okay, well, today is the day in 2003 when the governor finally won California, when Arnold Schwarzenegger took California to be the governor, wow. which I just still can't believe happened, and it's sort of great. <laughs> now can I. Um, and today um, it was announced in 1995 when Gwen Stefani and Tony Canal, the basis for No Doubt, announced their separation when they were on tour crashed. with their record. And there was, they were such a cute couple. I really did like them together. Yeah. Wait,
1: did they, did they, did he stay in the band?
2: Yeah, he stayed in yeah. the band. I never knew um, this. They, yeah, they yeah. stayed in the band. They had to, they were doing promo for the album for like two years, touring and in interviews as they were breaking up, like doing awkward. all these interviews. She said it was so awkward and terrible at the time, but they remained friends, no doubt still good. Um, But it did lead them to break out a few years later, but not then. And in 2005, uh, Justin and Cameron Diaz announced their split. But I just wanted to do this for a little trivia quiz. Do you guys remember how Justin and Cameron met for the first time and started dating? Was it at a club? Oh. It was at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards. I was going to say that.
1: Didn't she burp in his face or something?
2: And she was winning the award for best burp, and she burped in his face. Yes. <laughs> Aw, romance. <laughs> I romance. love Romance. Young yeah, love.
1: Thank you. I'm really good at your your trivia these days. You are. Right. Well,
0: speak, Speaking of young love and days in history, you know, Saturday, August 8th was supposed to be the day Sarah Highland and Wells Adams were supposed to tie the knot. I know so many couples have had to delay their wedding plans. Um, and last week, Us Weekly exclusively reported that Wells Adams was yet another person from Bachelor Nation who is on set for whatever the season of The Bachelorette is filming right now. But sad that their wedding didn't happen and and i'm sad mostly because i feel like that is going to be a beyond unbelievably star-studded uh group of wedding attendees fun fun Maybe a little less fun, maybe a little more somber, will be the celebration for Ellen DeGeneres and Portia <laughs> de Rossi's 12th anniversary this Sunday. Um, Ellen has really been in the news a lot these last couple of weeks. Obviously, there were all the allegations about the toxic workplace um, on the set of her talk show. We talked to Stephen Twitch boss, who joined the Ellen show as the house DJ in 2014. He told us exclusively, we can't talk too much illegally about it, but I'll say this, there's been love. Obviously, there's been some things to address, but from my standpoint, from Countless others there's been love I'll just leave it at that until there's a time we can address more publicly there's been love and they'll continue to be love now as we talked about last week Ellen has no plans to quit her show she is very invested in the staff of the production and she they are back to production on the show and on pre-production for the game show that she works on so we will just wait to see how this investigation that Warner media um, has begun will yeah, net out. Sorry.
2: She's but just gotta like give gifts to her staff because of all these allegations of the guy who had to go the GoFundMe for his own medical thing. I think the yeah. whole season should be about like giving back to our staff. Just really Did you see what it.
1: Howard Stern said she should do? No. Just go out there and be the bitch everyone's making her out to be. Oh, yikes,
0: that's great. Yikes, yikes. Yeah, that, yikes. that would be wild.
1: Yeah. If she got out well, there and she was like, Yeah, you're right. Being kind to one another.
2: <laughs> yeah, like was, these, they're that- all lazy assholes here.
0: That feels like a Rosie O'Donnell sort of approach. And I don't think it's the way she's going to go. And Portia de Rossi was, uh, spoke to some paps while she was on a hike this weekend. She said Ellen's doing great. She is planning on continuing to host her show. We need a little palate cleanser from that oh. moment. Um, you know, in the news, the president had threatened to ban TikTok in the country. and we,
2: Which... Uh, I mean, a personal I a attack lot. on me. Uh, yes, Mango Jewel Pods, now TikTok. Stop coming for me. Sarah couldn't get out of bed <laughs> for days after
0: this announcement. And it, listeners, if you've not yet been participating in TikTok, I thought now would be the opportune time for some tips about TikTok. Travis, you talked to Pia Mia. How was that little chat with our Queen Pia Mia?
2: I love Princess Pia Mia, who is currently on Guam. You are not in Guam, you are on Guam. That which is I correct. Learned. Yes. Um, and she is just such a social media star. She's honestly one of the most like conventionally sexy, attractive people on the damn planet. Yeah. So that really helps her social media following. But she's a pop star. And she gave me some really good insight as the difference between her Instagram and TikTok styles. I'll just let her tell you. Let's listen. I definitely see that from you, and you know a thing or two about all social medias. you have, like, you know, one of the biggest songs on TikTok. What's your, you know, tips for people for the perfect TikTok? Because it's obviously very different than creating an amazing Insta post.
5: Yeah, I feel you. I think um, TikTok might be one of my favorite social apps. So what happened with TikTok? I'll just tell you. I I had an account, but I never really started using it until COVID. 19 happened and Austin Rosen of electric field was the one who encouraged me to spend time on there. And then I ended up becoming obsessed. And so TikTok really got me through lockdown when I was in LA alone. And I was just so happy when I got on there to see the support for my music and just everything else that I was doing. And then do it again, almost immediately went viral yeah. once I really got active on TikTok and it had like a whole new life. So it was so cool to see a song that I love so much and so personal to me, take off on there and go viral in a whole new world on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And I think there's like five and a half million original videos created. And I don't even know <sighs> how to calculate the views because I think it's probably around a billion views. I'm not sure, but yeah. I'm just so proud of do it again and I think that's on the list forever. But how to make the perfect TikTok.
2: Yeah, what of your when your favorite ones?
5: Well, I love to do different things. I like to sing acoustic songs. I like to do comedy little skits. And I like to, of course, do the dance trends. But I think if you're going to do a comedy one, it's really important to try to, like, sync up your your mouth to the words, of course. And then just with the dancing ones, like, have good lighting. Just get into it. However your style is with the movements, just, like, tailor it to yourself. But the other thing that I really love about TikTok is the engagement. I love to respond to the comments and it's such a welcoming community on there, which I think is so different than other social medias. So I really enjoy like going live or responding to the comments. Sorry, that was like the longest response. No
2: girl, I really want to know about it and I'm even going to follow up with more on it. You know, how many times would you say for like a dance or a comedy one, do you have to like, you know, how many drafts do you do? How many takes does it take for you?
5: So if I'm going to do a dance, I probably watch the dance like 10 or 15 times, and I kind of, like, mark the movements, which means I just kind of, like, really, um, you're not marking the movements. Yeah, you,
2: like, do them in your head yeah. a little bit and, like, pretend yeah. do them with your body.
5: Yeah, exactly. exactly, yeah. So I do that, like, 10 or 15 times when I watch the video, and then I probably record the dance videos, um, And honestly not that much, maybe 5 to 10 times, I guess. Okay. Yeah, and then I'll do it, and if I don't like it, I'll delete it. If I do it and I think it's good, I'll save it as a draft, and then in the end, I usually have, like, four drafts, and then I just pick the best
2: one. And are you, like, like the G7 bling factor, like, filter all the time person, or do you switch it up?
5: I usually don't use any filters on TikTok. I have done the bling filter a couple times. I did it one day in, like, a few videos, but I haven't used it since then. And I really, I like TikTok because, you're not using effects, really. Yeah. Some people do, but I, I like to not.
2: I like it. And who are your favorite people to follow on TikTok? Whose like, content are you most excited to see?
5: Of course, I love Charlie and Addison. I love Noah Schnapp. He's the one that created the dance for Do It Again. And then who else do I like? I love Maddie. I like to watch Ivani. Mm-hmm. I kind of think there are so many. I honestly like the following, not even the following page, the For You page on TikTok is so amazing because i'm getting to see so many different types of people so many different types of content from all over the world i can scroll on tiktok for hours
2: hours girl it's crazy oh i love that pymia that's so cute yeah and i really liked what she said about you know tiktok being first of all a safer more welcoming place for her where she gets like tear to shreds on instagram and people on tiktok are really like nice to her and supportive which I think is a good, you know, way to get people to join TikTok. And she said she doesn't use filters in her TikTok. She likes it to be more, you know, natural. And 10 to 15 times is about what you should do to get a dance right.
1: Oh, that's it. Wow, I need <laughs> I need more help. But next time you speak to her, can you ask her if she um, has any plans to do another song with Kendall and Kylie, a sequel to um, the ba- song about going to the bathroom in public that they did uh, on Christchance a few years I ago? I
2: do remember that song. I will ask her a follow-up. Her, her current <laughs> singles, Hot and uh, Princess, which is a remake of, remake of Chris Brown's song, are available now. Go stream those.
0: I I need to set aside some time to check out this royal book. I know we've been talking about finding freedom on this podcast, but the bombshells are continuing to come. I cannot believe that um, Carol and Pippa Middleton were hesitant about inviting Meghan Markle to the wedding. I also could not believe that we wrote that well that story that we wrote on, on usmagazine.com. About Princess Eugenie being annoyed that Harry and Meghan were talking about her pregnancy news.
1: At I think Meghan's I pregnancy said that on this podcast. I was like, if I was Eugenie, I'd be pissed you too. You did.
0: Listen, it's, I'm sure that stars are um, frustrated when they are eclipsed by a, a giant star like the sun or the moon. Uh, the moon's not a star, sorry. But um, no, I, It's 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 fascinating that we are now getting so much insight into the world of Harry and Meghan, And it will be also quite interesting to see if it gets them more fans or more um, doubters and haters. But mm. Harry and Megan are now staying in a, their first home in Santa Barbara, California. Um, a rep for the couple confirmed that they've settled into quiet privacy of a community there um, since arrival. How
3: many arrival. Times are they going to move in 2020? I just find Santa Barbara such a strong J choice.
0: Well, they couldn't stay at Tyler Perry's Beverly Hills home forever. So per a source, we've heard that they are now testing out the space renting that house and maybe they will buy something in the area. Someone who still is begging people to move on from her fallout with Meghan Markle is Jessica Mulroney. She is back on Instagram um, after a really, really unfortunate series of events um, where she was invoking Meghan Markle and doubling down on some problematic talk with with. Sasha Exeter, oh. it, it, it was that that was that was really really foolish, and she said happy tenth birthday to my twin babies. And people in the comments were bringing up the scandal that she had the falling out with uh, Meghan Markle. <laughs> Someone said dumped by Meghan got you down. Join the crowd and and uh, Jessica wrote just stop. And she wrote can you move on? It would be much appreciated. Oh well, mm. sorry. Not um, yet, not not quite yet. You know what I wish people would move on from doing and being trolls on the uh, well, how would you say this out loud? I guess it's a WAP video. Have you yeah. said that? WAP,
3: wow, Wap. WAP a. Oh, is oh, it? Wap. Yeah, WAP. Wap.
0: Yeah, um, the if you've missed it, Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B's video shook the bejesus out of the internet. Um, mm-hmm. We've written about it in so many ways on our site. It has inspired all kinds of trolls to come out of the closet, including Carol Baskin from Big Cat Rescue. Remember Tiger King? (laughs) Wow, guys. She said it sends a terrible message and is harmful to the future of Big Cats. The fact that they had um, fake cats in there they use big cat imagery not even real ones but she was mad about that there were also people who started a petition about kylie being in the video they wanted her removed from the video which also seems um misguided and i hope that all there those should people- be a
1: rule about what petitions can actually be made there was a petition to get Justin Hartley removed from This Is Us because of something like that. It only had eight signatures. That's how I saw it. But like we need to like reevaluate our our petition making as a society. I
0: mean, you know, I love those crazy petitions we've talked about it on here before. That petition for Bravo to rehire Stassi and Kristen back on Vanderpump Rules and the alarming number of signatures that's gotten. But Cardi B even defended her her, uh, I, her decision to put Kylie in the video she said that normani is and and her use of normani in the video she said normani is one of the best female artists that dances like she dances her ass off why would she open a door please tell me how that would make sense the best part of the the song is the beat and the hook makes you want to shake your ass and she was fighting back gets people criticized the
1: controversy correct me if i'm wrong was that why put kylie in the video to open a door when you have like normani to dance like kylie takes away from it
2: it's because they were like building up like black female like rappers and Kylie Jenner. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she just didn't really need to be in there. Ugh. Yeah, sorry, she, sorry. but they
0: they had other phenomenal people in there they had ruby rose they had sukihana they they just didn't wait really... Brody, did you
2: see the like conservative doctor ben shapiro when he tweeted about it he, he says, accidentally oh, heard it is that the one who said he accidentally <laughs> heard it no it's even better he was like talking to his wife who's uh, talking about his wife who's an ob and he's like my wife has never been wet he was like, oh, I, was like, I think that there might God. be bacterial vaginitis or a yeast infection. And then everyone was retweeting him like, wow, what a self-owned saying that this has like never happened to your wife.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> really, really oh, sad. God. I'm also sad for Diane Warren, who <laughs> took the opportunity to wish Whitney Houston a happy birthday in heaven and then wrote, I miss real singers like you who didn't have to be naked in videos to get our attention. Diane, Ooh. please go write some music and get off twitter and focus on what you're good at and saw, Cilo, yeah go ahead no i was
1: just gonna say i saw a really funny tiktok that was like i told my mom that WAP meant waffles and pancakes and then she made oh. her facebook status like i like my breakfast with like wap or whatever like i don't all the tiktoks about it are so funny
0: that is so good. Also, I don't know why CeeLo Green, first he said Nicki Minaj could be effective in so many other constructive ways and it feels desperate to like be rapping about sex and to be dressed sexily. And he said Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, he's, he said he gets it, but it comes at what cost? And I was like, CeeLo, people dragged the hell out of him because he's obviously had some severely troubling moments in the past and tweeted some very troubling things about consent when he um, had some charges against him and and also some very troubling lyrics in the Narl Sparkly song Necromancer about consent and um, sexiness. So he should he's another person who needs to keep his mouth shut. But I did like, Travis, you saw this too. Pornhub, there has been an increase in searches on Pornhub for people looking for Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion content.
2: God bless Sorry. it. And, you know, Cardi B probably has a lot of content on there because she is, you know, no stranger to getting naked on stage.
0: And I love that about her. You know what it's time
2: for? Hopefully we're watching the WAP video.
0: Yeah. No, we're not watching the WAP video because we can't do a visual on the podcast, sadly. But let's play some Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. It's It's time time. for Celebrity (laughs) Birthday. Boxing Mania. Okay, kids, let's step into the imaginary ring, put some imaginary gloves on all the celebrities who are celebrating their real birthdays this week and set them to imaginary matches. This round of Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania will be refereed by Viola Davis, who turns Ooh. 55 on august 11th you guys are you following her
2: plantation home that she grew up in it was so amazing yeah she for her birthday she bought this like plantation shack home that's clearly rooted in history and she's like now i own it i own all of it for her birthday today
0: her instagram is an incredible follow it's Mm -hmm.
2: it's been funny it's been
0: informative it's it's Quite, if you're not she following yourself
1: into the WAP
0: video. I think somebody else edited <laughs> her into that, and she just shared it. But Gwen well, Flamberg, our, our first round, Chris Hemsworth turns 37 on August 11th, and Ben Affleck turns 48 Ooh. on August 15th. Oh my
3: god! I mean, <laughs> they both—you know—they're both attractive men.
0: Yes, thank you. You know,
3: Ben was more attractive before he got that crazy, gigantic back tattoo and drank sure. himself into a stupor. But, you know, regardless, Chris Hemsworth, he is allegedly sober now and hopefully he will stay sober. I wish him the best. But Chris Hemsworth, first of all, is scorching hot. I love a surfer. He has the best marriage and seems to be like a great family man. And he wields that giant hammer. <laughs> he would knock Ben Affleck right out of the ring. Chris
0: I love that, Travis. Halle Berry turns 54 on August 14th versus Deborah Messing, who turns 52 on August 15th.
2: Oh my God, that's tough. Well, in this case, Brody, Halle Berry has donned her amazing, iconic Sharon Stone as well Catwoman outfit and just clawed <laughs> Deborah Messing, even though I love her so much. I'm so sorry, Deborah. You are probably better suited for another ring other than this one. It's time to go home. <laughs> Sarah Huron.
0: Kara Delavine turns 28. I, I thought she was older than that. Turns 28 on August 12th versus Jennifer Lawrence, who turns 30 on August 15th. Who wins?
1: Wow. Well, first of all, I'd like to say it's my dad's oh. birthday today, so he can be in the ring with Viola maybe oh. <laughs> refereeing. Happy birthday!
0: Um, <laughs> Happy birthday!
1: And um, obviously Katniss Everdeen is going to beat Cara what? Delevingne. Jennifer Lawrence.
0: No. Wow. <laughs> Travis, the deciding punch. We have Chris Hemsworth, Jennifer Lawrence,
2: and Halle Berry. Who wins? Oh, my God. Well, Halle Berry is an icon, but also known for her a little bit of rage issues sometimes towards Uh, men. So I think that she has (laughs) grabbed them both and just tossed them out. Chris Hemsworth, you know, let her do it because he's a gentleman. But Halle Berry wins this.
0: Congratulations and happy birthday, Halle Berry. (laughs) Guys, Rachel Ray, how scary during quarantine that her house was on fire in Lake Luzerne, New York. Well, we were able to confirm with her rep that she's fine, her husband's fine, and their dog Bella is safe, but the house is unfortunately damaged. We don't know yet to what extent. That, that That's very, she's been doing her virtual cooking show there, Her her virtual cooking camp lessons, which is very scary.
2: Mm, a cooking house went up in flames. <laughs> Not good for business.
0: Not good for business. Guys, I know you've been very concerned about Kim and Kanye. A source told us that Kanye's in a great place. He's feeling creatively inspired and enjoying his family time. This is a marked improvement since what we've most recently reported about Kim and Kanye. Kanye also took to Twitter and said, My mother-in-law, Kris Jenner, makes the best music playlist which was surprising (laughs) especially in light of his past tweets about Chris saying that Chris he called her Chris John Ung and accused her and Kim of trying to lock him up Um, but a source told us that Kim and Kanye are in a better place our source said that Kanye knows speaking about Kim's family wasn't the right thing to do our source added Kim and Kanye aren't talking about politics they've agreed not to talk about it she will continue talking about the causes important to her prison reform our source said Kanye's back in wyoming and the rest of the family are on a big family trip
1: this seems like, like, like a temporary solution to a um longer problem and issue between the two of them
2: and i think every time great. we've heard that kanye is doing great and like excited to get his creative juices flowing it's just like get ready for another breakdown
1: well a second source i can say tells us that kanye continues to be in a great place he's feeling creatively inspired and supported and is very much enjoying his family time
2: Mm. We've heard that
0: before. Yeah. You know, we've also heard before, we've heard of Housewives leaving the franchise after years, but it looks like there will be a shakeup on real Housewives of New York. Now, the new breakout star, Liam McSweeney, said, I hope there's not only diversity of race, but an even deeper diversity of where someone lives or what their interests are. Now, a source told us that, indeed, Bravo is planning to shake things up with the Real Housewives of New York next year. Uh, A second insider said, there's going to be some changes. A handful of white women doesn't necessarily represent what New York City is all about. Now, you three, are there people you three have in mind for who you'd like to see go and who you'd like to see added to the cast? Travis, how about you start?
2: Yes. Well, I mean, Ramona is just so mean to everybody, and I just don't like her on the show. So she's going and, you know, if they're down for it, I would like to see her replaced by Laverne Cox and Cardi B. Wow. Oh
4: gosh, that would be heavenly. star I, Yeah, I,
0: I cannot imagine Cardi B trying to deal with Sonia or Laverne putting up with she Sonya's. She would love Sonia.
4: Mis-
0: mis- <laughs> I guess. Sarah, do you have anyone in mind for who you'd like to see go and who you'd like to see added?
1: Okay, so I don't want anyone to leave um because there's only five of them and i think the best season of roni was season seven when there was like nine running around and i think that um i still enjoy roni a lot and i think that they're insane but it it makes me laugh harder than anything else on tv so i don't want to get rid of any of them maybe we could put ramona as a friend to sort of try to check her but i don't want her to go Um, I also need Heather Thompson to come back because I love her. Me too. And then, of course, yeah, we need some diversity in here. And my only thing I could come up with was maybe having Tia and Tamara Mowry um, (laughs) move to New York because they had a great reality show, Tia and Tamara. And she's done with the real. And I would love to see some twins try to stir
3: the pot. Oh, my
0: God. Wow. Gwen, what about you? Did you have someone in mind you'd like to chop and someone you'd like to add?
3: Well, I sort of agree with Sarah that I think that the dynamic works because of all of them together. I mean, like I kind of would be very happy to never see Ramona again, <laughs> but it wouldn't it wouldn't really work without her. Now, here's I what I would like to see. All right. I would like to see a woman. If you say with Meghan Markle. <laughs> depth of character and smarts. I would like to see like Julianne Moore be on the show oh, like take like a real new york wife mother activist like yeah like someone who could just kind of like roll their eyes at everybody and tell you know put like get them in line like kind of explain when they're completely off base i think it would be very funny
2: She's like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, my God.
0: Well, we asked you, the listeners and followers, on Us Weekly's Instagram. We got a bunch of suggestions for Wendy Williams. Many Bethany Frankels. Guys, we're trying to diversify the cast, not bring back someone who has left the cast. Uh, There were a ton of Remove Ramonas. (laughs) Um, Those were me there were a few for cardi b travis you're not alone uh someone suggested miss piggy <laughs> which I even... someone also suggested michelle obama um there was <laughs> you guys... someone suggested megan markle uh there was a kate chastain but generally several calls for a lot of uh someone younger which you know what
1: like, I also think bring back Jules. That'll help fix the dynasty yes. and give her a second chance. She got gypped.
0: She she had yeah. a lot of um she definitely was a one season wonder and she could have had more going on. But I am.
1: Um, if she wasn't bonkers.
0: She did have a lot of drama after. Yeah, she's you know, she's
1: in some custody issues and some legal <laughs> drama, but that's what <laughs> makes a it? good housewife.
0: She's who a West Coast. She's a West Coast gal, but you know who I'd like to see added? Um, and this would not diversify it, but it would give it a different flavor.
2: Queen
0: Latifah. Oh, oh, God. She, 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 there's no way. Kelly Osborne, she has announced on Instagram, she was saying to a friend in a comment, so that's basically an announcement. She's lost 85 pounds, which
5: I'm unbelievable. so over people losing weight quarantine. Well, but she I, got I, interesting sober, too, thing. like right before it.
3: Right. Kelly Osborne is a yo-yo dieter because she has been really, really thin in the past. Yeah. But she can't maintain it.
2: But this is like a so first
3: sobriety skinny. If she can. Exactly. That would be great.
0: Yeah, we are rooting. We are definitely rooting for her because we've talked to her before. Um, actually, in 2010, she told us she took more hell for being fat than she did for being an absolute raging drug addict. And she said she mm. will never understand that. Oh. It's true. People are d- disgusting and, and cruel. That hurts. It, it does hurt. Well, Sarah, I know you care so much about Lori Lough and Aunt Becky, but good news, they um, sold their house and now they have a new one. It's really Isn't nice. It, it is really nice. Isn't it so weird when we can see inside a celebrity's house like that and see every a room? Every room. But yes, they had sold that Bel Air mansion to Tinder co-founder um, Justin Mateen and they have settled into a new Hidden Hills estate, which is a downsize at uh, only 12,000 square feet. A
2: Twitter
1: Twitter could not handle that every outlet was using the word downsize to describe their new house. And I was living for it. It was so funny. Um, I hope Olivia Jade has a room in that house set up for her return to YouTube
2: that I'm still waiting for any day now. Lift. She's got the one with the best light. Well,
0: as, as Us Weekly exclusively reported, Tamara Judge, former Real Housewives of Orange County star, is now a real estate agent. She had teased that she was going to renew her real estate license. Now she's signed with an agency. And we've also recently seen that Kendra Wilkinson is a real estate agent. Listeners, uh-huh. listeners and co-hosts, I ask you, who would you prefer to have as your real estate agent? Who would you prefer to sell you a house? Travis Cronin.
2: Oh, my God. Definitely Tamara Judge, because even though she is like cuckoo bananas, she has like a CBD line. She has her gym. She has it together. I, uh, I really feel bad just saying that I think Kendra is just a hot mess who can't remember trivial facts off the top of her head. <laughs> no. But that's just the vibe that I got. So I would like to see Miss Tamra Judge. Sarah Huron.
1: Well, my real answer is obviously Chrishell because she's oh, my queen icon Sarah, legend. No. But no! But if I have to choose between the two of them, I'm actually going to go Kendra because she works for Mauricio and I want an agency hat.
0: Wow. <laughs> Gwen Flamberg.
3: I mean, not even a question. Kendra, because she's a good <laughs> time. And just think of all the talking you could do about Hugh Hefner and the mansion and what it was like to swim in the grotto and... What the monkeys are really like, and you know, like you could talk about all that whilst driving around looking at homes.
2: All right, I changed my mind. I want Kendra too. She is fun, and she'd be like, this would be a really great room for a stripper pole. That's what I want for my. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, you traitor! Yeah, sorry, Kendra. I like you now. Well, we'll
0: briefly touch on some coronavirus news, because as we've talked about last week, there are more celebrities coming forward about their coronavirus diagnoses um, since the pandemic is still going on. Alyssa Milano shared a photo of herself in early August about um, getting sick in April. That was very scary. Did you guys read that caption? That was shocking. All what you say. Oh, yeah. she said she felt like an elephant was sitting on her chest, couldn't breathe, they couldn't keep food in me. I lost nine pounds in two weeks. I was confused, low-grade fever, and the headaches were horrible. She said her, her hair was falling out. She said Clumps, she had heart palpitations. Of hair
1: falling out. The Short video of her breath. combing her hair it's and the terrifying. hair coming out was really sad.
0: Really? Oh. Really? She said she couldn't remember things. It was, it was very, very bleak. And Antonio Banderas, who just turned 60, he also shared that he's tested positive for coronavirus, which scary at that age, but it sounds like he's um, taking care of it and he's hopeful. Did, Got- did you
1: include that um, college football isn't happening? It's a very important update. No,
0: no not that, podcast, that's, that, that's not on my radar. Sarah, go start a sports podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I went into the archive and pulled out an issue from April 2012 because it is time to quiz you three on 25 things you don't know about me. Try to guess who we did this with for an April 2012 issue. Listeners, you can play along as these three... Try to guess, and we'll see. Based on recently, you guys have been getting it, um, so I'm hopeful. Sarah for you. has
3: been getting it. Sarah I've has been getting it. it. Yes, yeah, I've true. gotten it. Yes, yeah,
0: you. Okay, you've all gotten it, more or less. <laughs> number one, I was born on Thanksgiving. Number two, I don't have a middle name. Number three, I had my first acting job in a Playtex baby bottle commercial when I was three months old. Sarah, number, Han, Demi Lovato. Number four, I named my dog Tallulah after Jodie Foster's character in Bugsy oh. Malone.
3: Oh, oh, my God. I, I love know this. Alone.
0: Number five. I, I got kicked out of brownies. Number six. I'm afraid of bees like stupid afraid. Number seven. I have six tattoos. Number eight. I am athletic, but I can't catch a ball to save my life. Number nine. My favorite band is Led Zeppelin. Number 10. I have my own bowling ball. Not because I'm good. Number 11. I'm nervous to give you guys this one.
1: I know there's a dog in Tulum. I need number, like a
0: gender. Number, number 11. I dress up like a chicken a lot. Number 12. I'm, Why
3: would that be a clue? That doesn't I don't help. know.
0: I don't know. I'm just nervous now because you guys are on the precipice of guessing it. Number 12 I'm named <laughs> after my mom's dog, who was named after a painting by Andrew Wyeth. Number 13 I'm scared to death of flying. Number fourteen, I is still
1: this,
0: wear. Okay, this isn't Tori Spelling, but there's a lot of similarities. No, <laughs> number fourteen, you wish, Sarah. I wish mean, she's were to Tori Spelling, number fourteen, I still wear maternity jeans. They're so comfortable. Number fifteen, Castle is my favorite show. My God, <laughs> oh, well, I
3: loved Castle. My mom used to watch Castle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Number sixteen, I am a pajama hoarder. Number seventeen, when I was thirteen, I worked as a receptionist at a gym. Number eighteen, during the last season of blank, I wore a wig because I dyed my hair purple and red. What a rebel. Number 19, I was Christina not the Applegate?
2: original. Oh, my God, Travis, you got it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. I do remember wow. that she wore that wig for the last season. And nice. did we have in there my favorite Christina Applegate fact? Because I also did this interview, by the way. Is it all that all jazz? Is one of my favorite movies? <laughs> no, it's that she was a founding member of the Pussycat Dolls in her garage. <sighs> yeah, she was a founding member with Robin Anton of the Pussycat Dolls. They started in Christina Applegate's garage, and she has this like box of like jewelry that Stevie Nicks gave her because her dad was a famous record producer for Stevie.
4: Wow! Wow,
0: Travis, do, Travis, you were Travis. You've been to us since April two thousand twelve.
2: No, I haven't, but I did a 25 Things You Don't Know About Me with Christina Applegate, and she was also, we must have done it twice, because (laughs) uh, one of the air marshals also gave her a literal get-out-of-jail-free card when she met him on an airplane once. Oh, this is what's in my bag. I did her what's in my bag.
0: Oh, there you go. Okay. Okay, No, this is 25 Things. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, (laughs) wait, what?
2: Well, Travis, I know you did also interview
0: Steve-O about his most recent special, Gnarly, um, and I am so excited for us to dive into that and hear a little bit about it I, I, let, let's start off with like what he told you about why um gnarly now and how he tried to find a home for it
2: yeah that's that's a really good place to start brody to warm up the people a little bit of lubricant so uh, steve-o created this it's on his website called gnarly it's a multimedia stand-up comedy experience he has a lot of the old jackass guys he does live stunts on stage which are ridiculously hard to watch um the budget for this was of a quarter of a million dollars and now it's past three hundred thousand for like all the people that he hired to licensing things. He's put a lot of money into this. And he was trying to get Netflix to pick it up, but was told by them that they are comedy snobs. And since he isn't a lifetime stand-up comedian, that they weren't really interested in using his special for their platform. And he was really, really upset about it. Yeah, let's hear what he says right here.
4: From a business perspective, I think that it's actually a blessing
2: that those stupid assholes didn't jump on this. Well, and was it was it a specific part? Was it the condom? Was it the fire angels? Did they say it was a specific thing or was it sort of just it, overall?
4: I, I honestly do not believe that it had anything to do with...
2: The content? Yeah,
4: the, uh, the, the content, the explicit nature of it. I think it is simply just... Steve-O wasn't prestigious enough of a stand-up comedian to warrant them giving me a special. Oh. It was just a, a comedy snot thing, not my god. they, they view me as a, a crossover who's not like a pure-blooded stand-up comedian they, don't, they just, you know, like, they didn't, they, they didn't want to give me a seat at the cool kids' table.
0: Okay, and Travis, what did he say about, he's, but he's remade a lot of the money because people are really into this very raunchy, gnarly special?
2: oh my god raunchy and gnarly is an understatement i can't wait to share for you some teasers of it but yeah he's almost made back all of his money from the time i talked to him he thought he'd made back most of his money by the end of the week and he really wanted to stick it to netflix because he feels like it was quote they don't want to give me a seat at the cool kids table which he was like very offended by and it's it's something that you'll watch and not forget i can attest to you know what i do forget
0: i forget that he's engaged to that lady lux and you guys talked a little bit about wedding planning let's listen to that
2: I loved it. And the proposal at the end, how great was that? And how are wedding planning going in this time when you're trying to promote and you can't have any people around?
4: Well, I'm so glad you asked that. And my plan with Lux is to, we're not having children. I actually got a vasectomy. Uh-huh. To, to ensure that we both independently, separately arrived at the conclusion that we don't want to have children. And, you know, when I say I doubled down in the face of rejection, I got to shooting my next show, which I've been actually touring with already. It's called The Bucket List. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, for, this will be the follow up to Gnarly. So I shouldn't even talk about it because it's not ready. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's not. It's probably a year out. But for for the follow-up to it, I've dispensed with uh, memory lane. There's no more uh, regaling history. It's all brand-new stuff. And the through-line is the implications of these ridiculous things that I'm doing on my relationship with Lux. And one of the things on my bucket list was called the Vasectomy Olympics. And I I took care of that. It was uh, an absolute hit. And so the reason I tell you that is because... (laughs) In lieu of having children, what Lux and I are really committed to is pouring ourselves into helping animals. And so in that spirit, we are waiting to even set a date for our wedding because it's very important to us to get married on the property that we're going to purchase to open up our own animal sanctuary. Oh, great. You know it's more like it's symbolic it represents our future and we really are excited about ultimately retiring just on an animal sanctuary already at our house you know i live in the hollywood hills we Mm. live in the hollywood hills and our house is is a bona fide menagerie we have four dogs
0: two cats and believe it or not three goats okay travis that that was very cute
2: and i well and he proposed to her at the end of the special
0: yeah and and this like whole animal sanctuary is so sweet but what i really loved was him talking to you about his asshole dog walter so let's listen to that
4: my first dog which i've now had for over 11 years his name is walter and he's bitten so many people he's just a little angry just there's something wrong with them. Yeah. And, and and I think it's it's kind of fitting because you know, for how I carried on before I got sober, I think there was some karma involved in me ending up with Walter. <laughs> uh and, and, and Walter is a very big deal because so much of addiction and I mean you could almost say all of addiction, you know, the root of it is just selfishness and self centeredness. Yeah. And and the, the solution to addiction and alcoholism is to be, uh, of service, to, mm-hmm. to be considerate of others, you know, like that's kind of, it's a program. It's not a, like the 12 steps are not a self-help program. It's actually a program of helping others mm-hmm. and that, and, 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 and therein is the solution to alcoholism and addiction. And it was really important for me in hindsight to, to get this asshole dog because, you know, that represented the first real priority that I had, which wasn't me. And, you know, mm-hmm. and so that's what my love for animals really has represented.
0: Okay, this was like a softer side of steve that I was not anticipating that you got out of him. But of course, we got some classic Steve-O. Um, and you said there are some very... Um, hard-to-watch, maybe gross-out moments from the Gnarly Special, yes?
2: Yeah, Brody, I don't even know where to start, but let's start with the easy one where he's in one of those flipped upside-down invertive machines and then staples his nutsack to his stomach. (laughs) And he brings in Wee Man, who is still very good-looking, to staple his nutsack onto his uh, stomach. And then I don't even know how much of this I feel comfortable saying out loud. Don't do it, don't do it. Just give us a tease. Give us a euphemism for it. Oh God! Okay, he brought his dad on stage, who brought with him a prophylactic that has seen a lot of Stevo, and maybe is going to take another ride down that Stevo train.
0: Okay, I think uh, if that <laughs> is piquing your interest, you can check out gnarly. Let's finish off with a final clip because. I was curious about how all this nudity affects his fiance and you got some interesting quotes out of him. And of course, you got a really uh, a preview of a really disgusting moment that he promises will be in his next (laughs) special. Let's take a listen.
2: Oh, well, and I love you and Lux together. I think you're so amazing. and I love how your next special is going to kind of focus on her reaction to this, because I'm sure that's a question you get a lot. You know, I mean, Johnny oh broke your penis once. You know, is there, what, what are the ones that she has the trouble with? Does she like your face? Is it the lower half of you? What does she not want you to get involved <laughs> I'm with? So,
4: dude, I'm so glad you asked that. <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious how much she's okay with. You know, like, it was evident in the gnarly special. Yeah, she
2: asked, it, like she was it, like, you're on antibiotics, eat your own skin. Why not? It was yeah, amazing.
4: Yeah, she's shockingly okay with things that that are, are just plain not okay. <laughs> but when it comes to anything that involves me being, like, naked, full frontal male nudity is, is something that she's got a real problem with. Mm-hmm. She did, you know? Yeah. Like, initially initially she, she even caught me off guard she said you know hey i gotta tell you like it really bothers me when you get naked and i was like i was kind of shocked she said you know we're, we're in an intimate relationship so i feel like that's my penis and i don't like you mm-hmm. showing it to the whole world and i told her like i mean i was just like well, well babe like whatever i do it's a lot funnier if I've got my dick out. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, you know, she kind of saw that. Like, we, we sort of worked through it. And, and the, the milestone, which represented us sort of being past that, was when she agreed to paint my penis for the dick painting thing.
2: Oh, yeah. And
4: that that represented her kind of getting over the hump. But now, mind you, uh, the whole issue reared and ugly head again when I came to an item on my bucket list which I called skyjacking oh god the idea, the idea for this was that I was going to go skydiving for my very first time I never bothered with it before because I didn't think it was particularly noteworthy Yeah. and I said I had to deal with myself if I ever go skydiving because the first time you have to have a, a tandem guy strapped onto your back that I would be butt naked with a dude strapped onto my back and I would be furiously jerking off. <laughs> and I would time it so that as I ejaculated.
0: OK, well, I think we will cut it right there just to leave a little suspense <laughs> and also not to set off our sensors and give our producer a heart attack because he did go into more detail about what that stunt will um, entail, but I think- Hornhub
2: only- searches for steve are gonna be on the <laughs> <lives>. rise.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, you know what, on that note, that is it for today. Thank you for joining our Hot Hollywood podcast this week. We hope that you will join us again next week because we hope you are enjoying your time with us and maybe even learning something from it because we do try to deliver the hottest, most relevant celebrity news to you each week. Please share, like, subscribe, tell a friend about this weekly news podcast, and please tell us. Find us on social media. We are on Instagram and Twitter, and let us know your thoughts, what you want to hear more of, and maybe who you want to hear from. Otherwise, we hope you join us next week again on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. So long and farewell until next week.